Hi everyone, this is Sam here with this week's podcast from your Admin Ninja, and I have a special guest this week. It's Sarah with Wholehearted Canine. Say, say hi, Sarah. Hello. Hi, and um, I'm excited to get to interview Sarah and learn about, to help you learn about her business a little bit and how even as um, COVID has caused some chaos. She's been able to kind of implement some new things that have been helpful. So I think you'll enjoy hearing about that. But as always, I like to start off by talking about how we got connected and how we met and then a few of the admin type things that we do for her. So Sarah, how did we meet? So we met through a mutual friend, Karen. She is wonderful, worked with her pups and so, so thankful that she told me about Sam. So. Karen is a wonderful human being, and her, her dog's names are Tex and Ziva. Ziva, yeah. Tex and Ziva. And Ziva, yeah. And she's a sweet friend, and um, we're both blessed to have her in our lives. So that's cool. Absolutely. So when you think about the kind of work that we help with, what are some of the things that you've been able to take off your do not do list to give us? Yes, I love the do not do list. Um, social media management for sure is one that I had trouble keeping up with on my own. So I really appreciate help with that. Uh, sending out reminders and announcements to clients, uh, all of my contact management, and a lot of help with creating and adjusting lots of different forms and systems that are in place for me and helping me kind of troubleshoot and get those up to being top, top notch. Yeah, it's interesting what, and I didn't tell you I was going to say this, so this is kind of off the uh, off the topic a little, sort of on topic. Um, a lot of the clients I have, usually one or two ninjas help me with specific tasks for them. But for you, because we do so many different things, I think there's like four of the seven that actually do stuff for you on a regular basis because I try and find the right person for the task. So... Um, and we do a lot of different little things for you. And we're thankful to have you as a client. Um, and a friend, and a friend. We, You and I both have been through a lot of stuff. We've been through a lot of stuff in the last few months. And it's been nice to have a prayer partner and somebody to connect with. So Definitely. I appreciate you. Thank so you. Tell, I appreciate you too. Tell everybody um, a little bit about Wholehearted Canine, how you started it. And then we'll go into more of the details. Awesome. So uh, I got started because of my dog. So her paw prints, the logo that you'll see everywhere. Um, she's really the one that got me started. Uh, my degrees in biology, I went to school for healthcare and uh, ended up not doing that. And working with her became my favorite hobby right after, you know, around graduation time and after graduating from college and um, realized I needed a new path and that there was really a need for solid training out there to help you know, severe behavior cases like her and even less severe cases. And so that, that favorite hobby became my work. And I started Wholehearted Canine to be able to help dogs like her that have, you know, severe reactivity to people, to dogs, just overall anxiety and other issues that they really need help with to be able to live a, a rewarding life. So uh, that's how I got started. She was the inspiration. She was a lot of work, but taught me a ton. So. Yeah. And so when did you start your business? 2017, yes. So Almost three years, right? Yes, so we're coming up on three years. And I was thinking about it. We actually met at a networking thing first, but we didn't really connect until Karen got us connected. That is true. That was, that's when I was doing my other business before this. I had yep. forgotten about that. 
Um, so tell us what, there's a lot of different kind of dog training companies and people out there. Tell us what makes you a little bit different or more unique. Sure. So, I mean, the basis of a lot of training is old school philosophies that aren't, you know, based on current science regarding dog behavior, dog psychology, and learning science. Um, so a lot of it will involve things like leash pops, um, just corrections of some sort, punishment outright, you know, rolling the dog, lots of alpha theory, things like that, that just aren't constructive. Uh, and then there are also groups of training where it's just a lot of positive reinforcement, but they have trouble. Um, so there's a ton of dog trainers out there, a ton of variety, um, and there's a lot of just a lot of options. Um, so what makes us different is that we are science-based. It's all, it's, it's rooted in the real deal, the real science behind it. It's not based on myths or just traditional Not, not old wives tales. No, yes, old wives tales. Based in reality on scientific studies and the stuff that's proven to work to help dogs learn in a positive and humane way. And uh, it's also really designed to be practical. So you get both elements there. You get happy dog, happy human. It's all humane and you get practically works. So it's their concept game. So in other words, we're teaching overall concepts instead of just cues. I do like cues, but I like to teach concepts as a whole and I make them training games. So the majority of the exercises I teach are in game format. So they have fun. You get a much more practical result. So those are some of the main differences there. Well, that's interesting. So I know that when COVID happened, um, a lot of you weren't able to go do in-person training, right? Because of all the social distancing and stuff. So what did you decide to do instead? <laughs> so we started virtual private training sessions. So like this on Zoom, um, we end up with nice one-on-one -on -one, uh, session where we can still do tailored content. And I guide with either a live demonstration with a dog here or use video clips that I play to really still, you know, dive into that learning, make sure we're helping them continue to progress. And the other option I also added was online courses. So you get really in-depth daily material that goes over all the science behind stuff, the background, that day's game or exercise, and how it's used towards the end goal. So, so the online courses would be something where somebody would sign up for it and they do that at their own pace. The virtual sessions yep. are where you're, one-on-one -on -one with them and you show them how to do something and then they have their dog do, do it with their dog right then. Absolutely. So yeah, the, the virtual private training sessions are very similar to the in-person, in-home private training sessions. It's just, it's still one-on-one. -on -one. It's just, we're using tech to do it. Um, the online courses are entirely new. Uh, they're very uh, hands-off for me in the sense that you can sit there, you can do it exactly at your own pace, you can reach out to me with questions, but you can do it from anywhere in the world, just like the virtual sessions, but yeah, you can entirely go at your own pace. So in, for the in-person, once things kind of kind of calm down a little bit, what's your area that you try and focus on? I know McKinney, but where other cities do you go to typically? Yes, so I'm based in McKinney. That's my central location. I do a full 35 mile radius that it does include travel fees, but 15 miles radius, no travel fees. So like uh, Allen, parts of Plano, parts of uh, Frisco, um, just anywhere right around there. So if you are within 15 miles of sort of 
the zone of McKinney, you're you're good to go on that. So that's cool. And then if there's somebody else that's gets connected to you and they're not within that range, then you can probably do virtual sessions even after COVID is yep. gone, right? This is a new yes. thing that allows you to kind of expand your whole market. Exactly. So that's what I really love about it is it's letting me help people who are, you know, out of state, out of the country, even whether they're traveling or that's where they live full time. Um, I'm still able to help them with their dog. So it's the beauty of the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful thing for sure. Well, so what's the best way for somebody if they have questions for you? What's the best way for them to connect with you? Absolutely. Reach out by email. So Sarah at whcdogs.com or by phone. So 972-345-5578. But both of those are on my website too. So it's all there. Wholeheartedcanine.com or whcdogs.com. I'll make sure I put that information in there. And I'm going to give you just a second to think because I thought of one more question that I wanted to ask, and you may need a moment to kind of think about it, but this will be played um, in about a week or two. So um, thinking about summer stuff, and July 4th will have already passed because that's this weekend, but so thinking about summer type stuff with dogs, and even though people are not traveling as much, but they may be doing some traveling by car, do you have any specific dog training tips or that might be helpful to families that are taking their pup with them somewhere? Yes. Um, first off, uh, crate training is super, super helpful. It gives your dog a familiar calm space when you travel and safety in the car. So highly, highly recommend that. Um, also just, I mean, water and heat safety in general in the summer, uh, depending on where you are. I'm in Texas, so that's a really, really big concern. Uh, whether you have a pool, you're visiting around ponds, lakes, anything like that, or the ocean. Um, not all dogs know how to swim instinctively, no matter the breed. And so it's important to guide them in uh, and be super safe around water and to really monitor them uh, and then heat safety as well. So of course, most of us know the concrete in the ground can get really hot uh, much faster than the air. Uh, so really important to plan out when you're walking or when they'll have to be on concrete and safety in cars and just being out for long periods in the heat are important to think about too as far as travel. Yeah, yesterday I got in the car and I was driving and the window was even rolled down a little bit to have a little bit of air flow to, and I turned the car on and I almost couldn't breathe for just a moment because of how hot it was. And my, the temperature gauge on the car said it was 107. And, and once things calmed down, it was really only like 95. So um, the, I, I know people know common sense wise, don't leave your dog in the car, but that was such when I, felt that heat and how it took my breath away and thinking, wow, I actually thought of you whenever. Yeah. Because yeah, I can yes. create some impressive heat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I am thankful for you and I'm thankful for our friendship and how you are helping um, pups and um, be, I think, as you say, a more productive part of the family. Is that right? Yeah. Integrate nice into the family, um, all that good stuff, enjoying life more together. Yeah. All those things. <laughs> Good. Well, I will make sure to include all your typical contact information for everybody. And um, if you guys have any questions for Sarah, then um, please reach out to her. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much.